people think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. And welcome to another Kidney Talk. I know, we're here again. You know what? We're going to be really negative today. Yes, we're going to have a, a, have a guest, pity party. Right, a pity party. And uh, let me tell you, I know you you were on dialysis both, yes. both ways, too, hemo and PD, PD right? Yes. And did you like it? Uh, I know that's a loaded question. I mean, uh, you know what? I didn't like it, and I'll be the first one. But I was grateful for it, and that's what I think the distinction is. I was very grateful that dialysis was available, but I never liked any aspect of it. You and like now? You like PD better, right? I did prefer PD over hemo, but you know, kidney disease sucks. Every part of it sucks. Don't mince your words, Lori. You know, it is. It's you know, transplant, di- all of it. I wish I had no health problems. I wish I didn't have to take any medication. And, you know, that's the reality of it. But, you know, one of the part of dealing, one of the things about dealing with an illness is accepting it and learning how to cope with it. And one of the things that you need to do is sometimes you need to vent and say you don't like it. And I think that's a healthy attitude, but also coupled with that, after saying you don't like something, you have to find out the solutions to figure out how to live with it. Right. I mean, because the alternative to not having dialysis or not doing dialysis is obvious. I even hate that worse. You know, death is worse than dialysis, in my opinion. That's a great title. Death is worse than dialysis. Yes. You know, having said that, you know, I do hate dialysis, but I'm grateful that it's available if my transplant no longer works. Right. And, you know, that's the real reality. Because I I hate, obviously, I hate getting stuck with those really large needles. Although, you know, I got to tell you, it's a lot less painful now than it used to be. It it is. And, you know, one of the things that is, is... the improvements in dialysis are getting better. There's a lot of hope. But I have to tell you, when I got my second transplant and it didn't work, and I was 17 years old. That must have been so it depressing. It was difficult. They told me I would never get a third transplant. So I had to really come to terms, and it took them seven years to find the third one, and medications came out that really improved my chances. But I never thought I would get a third transplant. So I actually thought at age 18 I would live the rest of my life on dialysis. And I worked, and I lived life, and I went on. But I hated the fact that I had to incorporate dialysis into my my life. So I totally agree that, you know, we have to be grateful. But again, dialysis sucks. Well, that's very interesting. When you don't have hope. You know, we have a sucker that says dialysis sucks when you don't have hope. Right. And I think that, you but know. they're not sugar-free and I couldn't have we, it. We do have sugar-free now. Oh, you do? At your request, we do have sugar-free. Oh, great. But they're all gone. So we'll have to get some more. Oh, okay. But well, coming up is our guest, Bill Holcomb. Yes. He, and he has a kind of a very unusual and interesting website. Yes, he does. And what's it called, Lori? It's called IHateDialysis.com. Could there be a better title I than that? I think it's pretty specific. <laughs> We're going to talk to Bill when we come right back and find out why he hates dialysis so much. It's a hard knock life. Thank you. 
Postman, here you go. Hmm. I won the million-dollar giveaway sweepstakes. Oh, I finally got my tax refund check. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe this. I got my order of Dairy Delicious! Oh, boy! Milkshakes, creamy soup, cereal with milk, and pudding! <laughs> Why is Mr. Smith so excited about his Dairy Delicious? I have a hint. You see, Mr. Smith is on dialysis, and Dairy Delicious' is real milk is specially created for kidney patients. It has half the potassium and half the phosphorus of regular 2% milk, but it has 100% of the flavor. Perfect for people who love dairy products and need to keep their lab values normal and dietitians happy. And most of all, it's delicious. Thousands who have tried Dairy Delicious sing its praises. Hallelujah. See what I mean? To order your own Dairy Delicious and possibly get as excited as Mr. Smith here, call 1-877-4-DAIRY-7. That's 1-877-432-4797. Or visit DairyDelicious.com. Dairy healthy, dairy good, Dairy Delicious. <laughs> the milk that's made for you. This commercial was produced for Kidney Talk, a weekly show produced by Renal Support Network. Listen to Kidney Talk 24-7 at rsnhope.org. Well, Bill Holcomb, welcome to Kidney Talk. Yes. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Lori. Thank yes. you very much for having me. Well, first of all, tell us about you. What is your situation, how long you've been on dialysis, and how you got kidney disease and everything? Well, um, I've been on for 13 years, hemodialysis straight, no transplant, and um, I was having symptoms of feeling nauseous in the morning and basically tired, and one day at my job, I was just almost passed out. After about a year of, of my family pushing me, I went to the ER, and he basically kept me and told me, um, did you come by ambulance? Because you should be dead. Wow. And uh, they said, you practically did labs and tests. Um, they told me that I needed probably dialysis six or eight years ago, that my oh, body my just goodness. adapted over the years and got stronger and stronger and adjusted. And so... Um, I had like two or three sessions of dialysis in a row, and I was there for a couple of days. And the next, the very first day that I woke up, I had interns and doctors and the chief of staff all surrounding my so bed. So this was a big surprise. You had no idea. Did you have any idea that you had any kidney no, disease in your family? Oh, or? so you went to the hospital not having been on dialysis. Right, thinking I had oh, uh, maybe oh. an ulcer. That's right. why I was throwing up. Maybe I was feeling tired. And that tired. was 13 years ago. That was born on 13 years ago, yeah. Oh, okay. And, and so um, you've been on hemodialysis, PD. What? What? Just hemodialysis straight, and uh, it's been hard. You know, I have a lot of complications. Um. Um, throughout the years, I've, I've had severe osteoporosis because my PTH levels were 3,000 plus, yes. and I had my parathyroids removed, and when they removed my parathyroids, they didn't get them all, and they found one that was the size of a golf ball. As you know, it should be the size of a grain of rice. Right, exactly. And it was buried in my chest. And uh, when they did that, I had to go back for a second surgery, and by them do, uh, doing a second surgery, it increases the chance of any damage, and they cut my, my left vocal cord, so it's difficult okay. for me to talk. I had to learn to talk all over again. Oh, my goodness. And so then, that was an accident that happened in the hospital? They cut your vocal cord? Well, it's not an accident per se. It's more of, you know, a second, every time they cut your throat rope in, they're digging around in there, things can happen. Right. Things can go wrong. Surgery so is risky. I don't blame the doctor, you know. So, you know, and then the great thing about it is, I guess it's good in a way, is that when they cut me open, they also found a lump of my thyroid. 
So I wouldn't have caught it any other way if I hadn't gone to remove my parathyroid. And when they tested it, I get a call when I'm laying in my hospital bed um, with two broken hips in my home because I have a hospital bed in my home. They released me. And I was trying to recover and because I broke my first hip and then a week later I broke my second hip. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Cause and this I, is I just, from the, para, the PTH levels being out of control, right? right? Like the all the hyperparathyroidism, the secondary hyperparathyroidism. Oh, right. you, you, so you had broken hips from having... Low PTH? Well, high PTH. No, high PTH. High, high uh, secondary PTH? hyperparathyroidism. Yeah. It yes. weakens your bones? Yeah, because yeah, yes. what happens is all the calcium gets pulled out of your bones, and uh-huh. it goes into other parts of your body, like calcium deposits, mm-hmm. and I would get terrible little lumps or... Calcium buildup, Calcium yes. buildup all over my joints. And it makes your bo- it, it impacts your bone structure, oh which my. we're going to be talking about that on a future show. Oh, my so. goodness. See, I was at a swab meet, and I fell. I tripped, and my leg went the other way, and... Um, I got up and I, with help, got out of my car, drove. I didn't even take the ambulance. I was so, you know, uh, pig-headed. I just told my wife, let's just drive ourselves. And I had a broken hip and we drove like 20 minutes to the nearest hospital. And you drove and you had a broken hip? You know, my wife drove, but I was in the back seat. Yeah. Oh, screaming in pain. Screaming in pain. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, pretty what, what did you yeah. buy at the swap meet? That was a I was at shopping. <laughs> just, it was a Sunday oh. afternoon. And we were just shopping and... and you know, I like good deals, you know. Oh, yeah, me too. That's why <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know. So I was at the hospital, and then a week later, I was telling the doctors that, you know, I'm worried about, because they wanted me to rehab the very next day. They wanted right. me standing up and walking. I'm telling them, hey, I got a broken hip. This is painful. They put three pins in, and next thing you know, a week later. Your other hip broke. I'm back at home transferring my wheelchair to my recliner. I just very twist the wrong way. Break, my wife and I heard a snow, a large, oh. loud, a loud pop. Ouch! And I just fell into my recliner. This time I said, "I'm not, we're not driving. Call the ambulance." Right. And so we call an ambulance, and there I was. So getting back to my story, going off track for a second, I was in my hospital bed in my home. I get a call from my doctor saying, "You need to come in. We got your test results back from your thyroid, and it turns out it was cancer." Oh wow! So, so then, was, how old were you when all this was happening? Well, I've been in the wheelchair now for about five years. Okay, so and you, so you were in your late twenties then at yeah, this time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, wow. So you created this website called IHateDialysis.com. Can you tell us a little bit why you created this site? Sure. I um, I've always been on the internet even before it was called the internet. You know, back in the old bulletin board days, and mm-hmm. and I've always gone to the internet for answers and to you know talk to people and get opinions and advice about certain subjects. And over the years, I've noticed that when it comes to dialysis message boards, um, you know, most of them that I've seen are all corporate sponsored. And if I went to certain message boards and um, say I wanted to rant or vent about a certain doctor or a procedure change in a clinic that I was at, right? that really bothered me if I would go to that site. You know, if I wanted to rant or vent about anything in, in my center, changes, policy changes, a nurse, a technician, mm-hmm. just anything that we have to deal with when we live on Right. It's like, yeah, it's like being part of a family and you get frustrated with a family member. Right. You call right. another family member to say, you know, I'm mad at this family member. Right. And uh, and then you try to resolve it, but you don't really have that um, that platform in right. the kidney and community. And so what happened was I would do that and my post would either get edited or locked or deleted altogether okay. on certain websites. And I was tired of that. So I said, you know what? I have a little bit of computer skills. Why don't I build my own website? And then I thought, well... I don't want to build, you know, build a site named Bill's Kidney or 
just a regular old generic name. I wanted to get something that encapsulated how I felt mm -hmm. and something that would spark interest. So do you hate dialysis? Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> I, but, see, as you mentioned, right. I'm grateful. See, there's a difference between hating something and, and not being grateful for something. I love that I can see my nine-year-old son grow up. Right. I'm but, grateful that there is an alternative to death. Right. Okay. But a lot but of you, people... You were, you were being censored on the, on the website. I was being censored, and I was tired of it. I was, I was feeling, I'm a dialysis patient. I have enough to deal with. I should be able to voice my opinion right. and have a little place where I can go and rant and vent some frustrations. Boy, this is a great case for the ACLU, right? free speech and everything? Uh, I guess it is because, yeah. I mean, we need to speak about this because the thing is, is I think it's healthy to, if you don't vent it and if you don't get the feelings out somehow, they manifest in other ways. Right. And the worst thing you want to do is be yelling this in your unit. Oh, exactly. You know, you want to you wanna be able to try to figure out how to deal with them and your frustrations in a place that's healthy that you can find, you know, constructive ways to deal with them as opposed to, you know, going into the clinic where you're just so fed up. And, you know, I think, quite frankly, if you get really fed up, People may choose not to want to go to dialysis. Right. And then if they don't go to dialysis, there's a whole spiral effect. Right, and right. there's a lot of people who are frustrated with in-center hemodialysis. And, you know, rec recently I started with Next Stage, and that's a whole other topic and right. other show. Are you on home hemo now? Now I'm on home hemo now. And it's just an, it's a, it's an amazing transition. It's like, honestly, I feel like I'm on vacation. It wow. really You're is. On like I'm what? on vacation. On vacation. Literally. Wow. But, about and it's a lot cheaper, too, than buying airline tickets. Yeah, and yeah it really is, you know. <laughs> but, you know, my site, it's not about being negative. It's not about being positive. It's about being yourself. And my site, again, it's a, it's, I had some taglines on the site. It says, a, a site for patients, by patients, mm -hmm. and let your voice be heard. Right. Now... Does anybody ever go to the site and talk about any of the wonderful things that happened oh, to them? Oh, it's most, most definitely. I, I saw a couple most of definitely. them. I looked at it, but I didn't get a chance. Um, See, this site, okay, to give you an idea how popular it is, we have already have had 13,000 posts in just over one year. One year and a, wow. and a week. Wow. 320 members from all over the world, obviously, in 1,100 topics. See, but what sets my site different from the rest is we have an off-topic section where people can come, rant and vent about dialysis, or say something positive, help somebody else, or get some information, but then totally switch gears and go to off-topic and just talk about anything else not related to dialysis. Plus, they could also, we have an arcade section where members can play arcade games and they can get their mind off of dialysis. Wow. We have a cartoon section and just a bunch of different things. There's a lot of different link sections. And it's just something... You link to us, right? Of course, Renal yeah. Support Network. Yeah, so <laughs> I hate, I hate dialysis.com has gotten 13... 13,000 hits? 13,000 hits. In which the is, last year, which no, is a 13, lot more... 13,000 posts, you said. Posts, 13,000 posts. Yeah, that's which where, is people, a lot more where than, people are actually writing a message and sending right, it up. which is a, it's so a it lot be. more than I get on my website, which is ilovebananasplits.com. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> See, what I've noticed and I've looked around is that my site, um, we have 13,000 hits, and if you look, I mean, I'm sorry, I keep saying hits, I mean posts. Right. And if you look at the number of posts compared to other major message boards out there, we're the biggest. We right. really are because MFAS is growing. Because 13,000 hits in one year, I mean, again, 13,000 posts. You, you, you like the Sopranos, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, do 13,000 hits a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
13,000 posts a year, uh, the first year. And it's just amazing. And people e email me every day telling me, thank you for this site. Right. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to express ourselves and not feel free of having people censor us or edit us. But again, when a member comes to my site, only thing I ask of them is to, you know, don't use profanity toward other members, mm -hmm. okay? Do not try to change someone's feelings. If you want to be negative, that's your prerogative. If you want to be positive, that's your prerogative. We're not about, this isn't one big negative fest, okay? This is all about just voicing your opinion and being happy and having advice, getting real-life experiences from one person to the next. Because if you can hear a doctor tell you certain things, you can hear a nurse tell you certain things, you can get the facts. But we want real-life experiences from well, other people. You know, we're, we need to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more to Bill and, and hear more about his website. So stay tuned. about your high school years, one of the strongest memories people have is their prom. It's their one night to shine, one night to dance the night away, one night to ride in a stretch limo, one night to feel like a star. This January 14th, the Renal Support Network will hold its eighth annual premiere event, the Renal Teen Prom. This is the chance for teens to stop thinking about the needle sticks, the PD exchanges, and the constant meds they have to take. For one night, they celebrate their life with hundreds of other teen kidney patients, and the only prescription is, have the time of your life. So this January 14th, join us on the campus of prestigious Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, California. The prom features live entertainment, a renal-friendly dinner, dancing, limo rides, glamour photos, and Hollywood celebrities. And get this, it's absolutely free. To receive an invitation or make a donation to an Evening Among the Stars renal teen prom, Visit rsnhope.org or call 818-543-0896. That's 818-543-0896. You've got the power to brighten someone's life. This is your chance to shine like the stars. Doctor, Mr. Shelton's in room three. Thank you. Mr. Shelton. Mr. Shelton. Ah, yes, doctor. What seems to be the problem today? Um, I'm having a problem not being able to sleep. Really? I also find it difficult to breathe. Can we open a window or turn on a fan or something? Certainly. Uh, let me ask you, do you feel depressed? No, I, I don't think so. But, but I do think my life is worthless, and I don't enjoy things I used to. And I feel like the whole world may blow up. But other than that, not really. That's weird. I, I also have a problem concentrating. Like the other day, do you know how they get those model ships in those bottles? Actually, I will have a cheeseburger. Of course I can do the Macarena. Oh, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Mr. Shelton? M Mr. Shelton! Uh, yes, doctor. You obviously have low energy. That's amazing. How did you know? Mr. Shelton, I, I believe you're anemic. Actually, I'm half Irish, but my dad knows someone in Armenia. No, our, our anemic. We'll give you a simple blood test and we'll run your hematocrit. It needs to be at least 33%. Uh, 
We'll have you back to normal in no time. Some of the medications we can give you while you're doing your dialysis. Managing anemia results in a more active, happier, better quality of life, and studies show you may even live longer. Mr. Shelton? Mr. Shelton! Nurse, patient removal, room three. Yes, doctor. You know, I went to your website and I looked a lot around and, you know, tell us a little bit about your philosophy of what you want to convey to the people who are logging onto the site. Tell us about your perspective. My prisoner's perspective? Well, you know, honestly, I hate dialysis. Bottom line. I always have and always will. I hate that I'm not normal. I mean, I'm normal in a sense that I could do a lot of things. Normal's a setting on the dryer, that's in my opinion. What is the definition of normal? Where I could get up in the morning and urinate and not right. have to watch what yeah, I eat and drink. Yeah, urinator as, yeah, as our friend you know, Bill People take that for granted. Isn't they really that weird? do. You know, and I don't want to get in too into it. I know it's the radio, but, you know, and when it's you go in the morning. It's kidney talk, though. We can talk about. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can talk about that. <laughs> I, miss, I miss peeing, bottom line. You know, that's one of the biggest things. And when you don't have that feeling of just letting it all out in the morning, that does. Right. So, but you forget, and people don't think about that. And, right. But as I mentioned earlier, you know, I'm on home dialysis now. And it really is like a vacation. Making feeling better. You feel much better. I feel better. I have more energy. People tell me I've actually my colors coming a little bit back, and it's it's totally the yin and the yang. It's it's dialysis on your time, on and your freedom. So that's making you, you feel better. So you're conveying that on your your website as well. Um, that you know, choose a modality that works for you. Right. What I did was. I also created a second site called I Love Next Stage, I Love com, and that's getting a lot of good reviews and a lot of good um, uh, response from people. Because what I did was I did a daily journal every single day. I I uh, wrote my progress of my training, so if someone who's interested in Next Stage can go to my I Love Next com site and check out and see what my my training schedule was for the fourteen days that I was training. Okay, and so how long have you been on home hemodialysis? Uh, just over a month now. Okay, and, and you, it's amazing. And you don't want to have a transplant, or you're not a candidate, or no, no. Well, you know, I I would say I'm a candidate. I don't know for sure, but I have been. I was approved before, and you know, one of the biggest things that always worried me was. The rejection. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want. I don't want to say I'm a control freak, but I like to know my fate. And with dialysis, I know what's going on. I know right. tomorrow I have dialysis. Whereas with a kidney transplant, tomorrow am I going to reject? Tomorrow, I don't like living like that. Yeah, but you can always go back on dialysis if your kidney. That's rejected. the biggest thing. That's what I was worried about. I don't want to have to get off dialysis, start a whole new life. And I'm not talking bad about. Transplants, right. obviously. It's your own choice. On uh, my a website, choice. people, we've had a big debate. It's, it's several pages long about for and against. And on my website, we don't endorse transplant, but we don't not endorse transplants. It's anybody's choice. It's a personal opinion, a personal choice. Me personally, I don't think at this present state of my life, I don't want. It. I may change my my mind next month. Who knows? Right. But right now, I've just been. You know, it's not for me. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's something, and, you know, that's your choice, and that's what's so great, and we have an option. Right. Um, I always looked at it that I wanted transplant, and then if the transplant didn't work, dialysis was waiting for me. So that was my perspective, but it is a debate. I know a lot of patients feel strongly about it, and, you know, if a transplant doesn't work, it can be 
horrific. Right. And See, I what I tell it. people, and they ask me why not, and I just tell them because to me, I feel a transplant is a crapshoot, like a crap, a game of craps. Right. You roll the dice, you're going to get seven or you're not. And he said, you know, it's going to work or it's not going to work. And I don't like knowing that I can get a kidney from a relative, because I have a brother, I have a mom and a dad, who can give me a kidney, but then what if it lasts a week? Right. Yeah, it could last 30 years, but then in between, who knows how long it could last, and I right. just, I don't like living it like that. It is a gamble, and it that's really why is. I'm going right. to have my transplant in Las Vegas. Yes. Well, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. You could be spot. playing video poker at the same time, right? Exactly. exactly. They actually Increase have, your odds. They actually have <laughs> slot machines in the dialysis rooms there. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Oh, wow. How much money does somebody lose, huh? <laughs> I'm trying to win a kidney, i got to tell you. If you get three kidneys in a row, you win. You know, so what? The... Um, so this website, so it's been in existence for about a year, correct? Our uh, anniversary was August 6th, yes. so one year. So, um, and... What, what I, find, I like great about the website is that you talk about your own struggles and you're very uh, you know open about your own life and everything, and I think that... Yeah, that... I, I am. I do get kind of personal. And I do tell people my feelings, and it's kind of hard now because I have to remember that I, when I made the site, it was basically just for me to express myself and just started growing from really? there. For example, um, we've already had 320 members uh, this year, and already this month we've had 64 members. And it's we're growing every month. The site gets bigger and bigger, and it's just amazing. So when I first started, it was just there for me just to, you know, rant and vent myself. And it's just grown and grown, and it's just... It's amazing, and it's hard for me to distinguish. Now, I'm not just someone writing an event. I have to also be the administrator and a moderator, so I have to kind of watch what I say. You're busy. With that many posts, you're busy. Yeah, I I luckily have a great team. Uh, I have three members, uh, Goofy Nina, Rerun, and uh, Baja Ann 2000. What's your your name? My name name is Epo Man. Okay, that's your your handle. It's hard. I I love that name. So it's Epo Man. What is it? Epo Man? Epo Man, like Repo Man without the R. But it's because of the Epogen, obviously. Epo Man. Man. And what's the other one's names? Oh, my, my moderator team is Rerun. Rerun. Because she had a transplant and she's back on dialysis, so okay. rerun. Great name. Uh, Baja and 2000. Baja 2000. Because and she likes Baja Fresh or what? <laughs> uh, she's from the Virgin <laughs> Islands, I'm not okay. sure. And the next one is... Uh, well, you didn't call her Virgin Man then. No. <laughs> so my, my next moderator is... Uh, the newest moderator is uh, Goofy Nina. Goofy Nina. Her is she Nina. Goofy? No, she's not. She's, okay. she's a great person. And she just really, looks like a dog. No. No. <laughs> No, but it's just we. It's four of us right now, and I'm going to be expanding because you know it's at that many posts, thirteen thousand. Right. You can't it's read. It's not and enough. You can't, we yeah. just can't catch it all, and it's really getting really hard. And it's just it's an amazing time well, right now. Bill, what has this site done for you and your family? Um, express to us, you know building this site and what it's given to you? Because you expressed this to me on the phone. Well, what this site has done for me is it's given me back self-esteem and I don't want to say climb the corporate ladder because that ain't the correct term but what it's given me is like respect in a way because before yeah I love being a dad that's my top priority being my son Nick he's the most important thing in my life my wife is the most important woman in my life and I love them both to death but what this has given me is I haven't been working all these years I don't have a job and what this has been giving me is you know something to do keep my mind busy because I'm a very creative person and I like to do I like to multitask and I've always been lacking that what this has been giving me is self-esteem 
um, it gives you a purpose. It gives me a purpose, bottom right. line. And now, with I have, you know, uh, DallasChat.com, which has the arcade in the chat room. Mm-hmm. I love Next Stage, and I hate Dallas. It's just give me back self-esteem, respect, a purpose Feel like in you're life. helping other people, too, That's with your the experience. Main thing. That really is, because, see, if I can get one doctor, we have a doctor now. Uh, mm-hmm. As a member, and he's posting regularly. But by the name, his name is Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. And, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil is a great name. Does he have a website like I hate being a doctor dot com? No, not yet, not yet. Oh. But I told him he's free to come too and talk about patients, and he said I will because sometimes you patients can be a pain in the ass. It's true, and we uh, can be. Wait, no, I know we can. Everybody has their problems in the community. You know, right. it's like one big family getting together for Thanksgiving dinner. Right. And sometimes you just don't like some people at the table, and you have personality conflicts. And, and we we're have also that on dealing our website. With, yeah, I we mean, have. We're to... like a big family. We we have members who get upset at another member, and we have to go in and pull together. And sometimes we have problems and issues. But like everybody, everybody has problems in their family. So do we. We're one big community, and we're growing I every day. I just realized something, and I'm very hurt. I've never been invited over your house for Thanksgiving, so that's <laughs> I'm one of the people you don't like. <laughs> this year we'll invite you, Stephen. Oh, okay. So you have does something that, to look forward to. Well, does that include me too, or uh, yeah. everybody? We'll everybody, we'll everybody, everybody over for everybody Thanksgiving. Lori lives in a huge mansion. <laughs> and, and it's there's enough room for everybody. No, I understand there's a store. You have a store? You sell right. merchandise? I'll be opening up um, it's open up now and I want to expand on that. But yeah, it's just merchandise where people can come and what I do don't you make sell? no profit. Well bumper stickers, uh, license plate frames, t shirts. And what do they say? I hate dialysis. <laughs> I hate dialysis. And, and people, I don't make any profit on that. I sell it through whatever I get it from at my, my distributor. Do you have t-shirts and T-shirts, stuff? polo shirts, aprons, um, coffee mugs, you name it. I, and I, have, I can make requests. Too. You know would be great? A water bottle. Yes. That says, I hate dialysis. A large water bottle. A very oh, large be, water really bottle with a gallon well, because you can't have the fluids. Now, if it. I use that, do I kind of pay you royalties? Absolutely. I'm a doctor. Okay. I get royalties. Okay. When I cough, I'm an, I get okay. royalties. Well, you know, I think what's really interesting is some of the things that you express that are goals of the Renal Support Network and just in general is that well, that's what I believed is that, you know, too much free time in a chronic illness is just a disaster. And, you know, this seems like this website keeps you very busy. And um, how, how do you pay for it? Is it all donations or how does it work? I mean. Well, now that you mention that and, uh, you know, before I had a regular. <laughs> now that you mention that, can you borrow $50 from me? <laughs> yeah, go to I, uh, IHateDallas.com slash donate. Um, no, it's it's true. Uh, it's getting kind of expensive now because I'm going to have to upgrade to a, a virtual better hosting right. package because with 13,000 posts. Right. You need a bigger server. Uh, a lot more hits than that. Okay. Right. Um, it, I'm going to have to upgrade. So, yeah, my members are encouraged to donate. I've gotten mm-hmm. some you know, donations. And but you just basically helped. volunteer all your time for this. Right. Basically, much. I literally put in eight hours a day, at least, working on the site. Try to always keep it fresh, something mm-hmm. new. If you look at my site, like I said, I just opened up Dallas's chat, which I had arcade games on I Love I Hate Dialysis, and I moved those over to Dallas's <laughs> chat, which also has a chat room. Okay. And so that's separate now. But it's just, you know, I just try to keep things fresh so people come back and stay interested. Do you have any advertisers that... That advertising no, not yet, but if anybody's listening, you'll be more than welcome. Right. Now, the only thing I would request if people were to be sponsors is that they obviously they could not tell me how to run, for example, 
the forums. I, I right. that would have to be separate because that's the whole point of my website. If you want it to be independent, independent, you know, right. I, mean, I right. don't discourage sponsors, but you know, corporate sponsors. But if anybody's listening. Contact me. So, Bill, please tell me what you think your future holds. I mean, it sounds like you know you're so inspiring because you have a purpose. But what do you what do you see in the future? Well, in the future, even after my death, uh, if you know when I do die, because we're all going to die, and when I do die, my site is going to uh, be run after my death, and that's my goal. I, I don't want it to die with me. I want the, right. the site to continue on long after my death, and I'm putting plans in place for that to happen. And the whole goal for the site. And my vision is that if I can get one doctor or one nurse or one technician to spend a little bit more time with the patient, to see what they're doing wrong, to if a nurse can spend a little more time getting those needles in and not just doing it fast, if I can get a doctor to spend a little bit more time with their patients, if I can get another patient who's brand new and scared, um, come to my site and get information, get real answers from real patients, not just facts and numbers thrown at him. My biggest thing that I hate so much about dialysis is that when the technician says, when I say, oh, that hurts, they say, oh, stop being such a baby. Yeah. And I said, I'll tell you what, why don't we switch places? Let me stick you. That's, I just need, I tell them, I just need one time, one needle, and I'll show you how it feels. You know, it's yeah. just, because see, <laughs> they don't know. And that's what I hope to bridge the gap is they come here and, and I've had nurses and technicians come to the site, read some posts by members and they say, I've changed the way I think. I'm going to do better at my job. I was just considering you a person in a chair. And and that's my another one of my goals is if I can get people to realize that we're not just sick people with a social security number in a chair. We're, we're family members. We have, we're husbands, we're wives, we're, you know, we're professionals. We're, some of us have college degrees. Or some of us work. We're all, we have hobbies and interests. We're human beings just like they are. And if we can make them realize that we're not just someone sitting in a chair. We're a human being with flesh and blood. We cry and we have pain. And if they can understand that, then they'll, they'll understand our plight a little better and maybe take a little more time with us. And sometimes I do my elephant man impersonation. You go, I am not an animal. <laughs> you know, I'm just a dialysis patient. It's a hard not life. Hi, Mom. Boy, that was some storm last night, huh? We actually lost power for a few minutes. Oh, you think that was bad? You should have seen the one back in 52. Well, now that you're on dialysis, you should really have a plan in case of an emergency. Ha! Last emergency I had was when you got your head stuck in the hamster cage. Scared the little fellow to death, those big eyes just staring at him. I'm talking about emergencies, like severe weather, earthquakes, or power outages. What if there was no water or transportation to get you to dialysis? It's important to be prepared. You mean like carrying important medical information? Or asking your facility for alternative arrangements for treatment? Or preparing emergency stock of supplies, foods, and medicines? Or learning what diet to follow if your dialysis must be delayed? You already knew all this? I've got to run, Sonny. I'm late for Taekwondo. Bye, Mom. Well, that was fascinating, but the only problem is Bill left, and he forgot to take his child with him. (laughs) 
uh, since your dad's been doing this website, have you seen a change in him? Yeah, he's probably gotten more positive about the dialysis and next stage. And, oh, speaking of next stage, I even helped get the next stage machine ready, and it's pretty simple. And you help your dad. So you really help your dad with dialysis. Wow. What, yeah. What's that? Uh, that's a pretty big responsibility. Um, do I'm you glad like, you help him. I, mean, I know. You think it's simple because, you know, I'm, I'm about to learn next stage, and I'm afraid that I can't learn it. Do you think he's smart enough to learn it? Do you think Stephen can learn next stage? It's Depends how smart he is. Oh, uh, really? Well, that answers the question. <laughs> I don't know, Stephen. You I'll may be need back to... on in center you... in no time. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Estellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information.